Magandang umaga sa inyo lahat, mga kaibigan at kababayan. Ito si Celia Guillermo, maghahatid sa inyo ng kalahating oras na programang Radyo Pilipino Linggo, ang panlinggong palatuntunan ng Radyo Pilipino, sumasa impapawid mula sa himpilang 5 EBI 103.1 mula alas 8.30 hanggang alas 9 ng umaga sa Digital EBI World at live streaming sa 5ebi.com.au. Hanapin lamang ang 5EBI sa inyong mga radio app. Tulad ng dati, kayo ay aking pariringan ng mga piling musika at awiting Pilipino at ilang samot-saring mga topic mula sa ating bansa at dito sa ating komunidad. At kakaumpisa pa lamang ng taong 2020, marami nang hindi magandang pangyayari ang sumalubong sa atin. Ang malawakang bushfire dito sa Australia at ang hindi inaasahang pagputok ng bulkang taal sa Pilipinas. Huwag na muna tayong lumayo, mamaya pagkaraan ng ating pambungad na awitin, ipaparinig ko sa inyo ang isang salaysay ng isa sa mga volunteer announcers ng Radio Pilipino tuwing Bernes, isang Estudyante mula sa Carnegie Mellon University ng City of Adelaide, si Peter John Francisco, nung siya ay magbakasyon sa New South Wales. Simbang gabi na naman, tayo gising na patulog pa lang ang buwan, ang simoy ng
simbang gabi Ang sabi ko sa sarili Bakay tanang huli Pero mula nung unang mama namin na Ang iyong kamay That's uh, Ben and Ben, Bebinka. It's a very nice kind of calming yeah. song. Um, Peter's come back from a trip in New South Wales, not just anywhere in New South yeah. Wales. Where did you go for Christmas New Year? So I was in Batemans Bay during, uh, uh, during the break, and mm. that's where the big fire went um, over the New Year's Eve. So yeah. Mm. yeah. So tell us a little bit about your experiences. What? Because you went through a lot. Yeah, so, well, I, I just came back the other day. Um, I spent uh, two weeks in New South Wales. First week was great. I was jumping with kangaroos. I was seeing <laughs> dolphins everywhere. Mm. Because the, the location is a very good um, vacation spot. But uh, uh, since December 31, until the day I left, they didn't have power. Wow. Right? Um, the petrol was um, scarce. Um, yep. Shops were closed and food was also running out and people were still evacuated. So it was a pretty scary time. So your first week there, it's kind of like not everything's normal. It was bliss. My yeah. first week was bliss. Yeah. But the fires already started. You heard about it, but it, was, it yeah. would have been like far, far away, right? Right. But the people, when I came, uh, when, I, when I went there, the people were already monitoring the progress of the fires through this app. Uh, fire me something. Um, they were monitoring it. But on the 31st, um, it just somehow um, went straight from a, a different part of the bush to straight to our location. Because of the wind, I think, it was blue to our location. So, mm. First week bliss, second week was like a, right out of a post-apocalyptic movie. So. so when did you first started noticing things weren't were starting to turn? The morning of the 31st, um, we had, of course, planned to a very big uh, feast, right, to cook food. But all that went out of the window because we woke up to a red sky, to a very hot um, air. And mm-hmm. if you look at the sun, it's red. And just you, uh, you just smell smoke everywhere. And you have twigs falling from the sky that are black. So we started evacu- uh, packing already that morning. And, and you said that in the... Was it the morning that you... Or overnight, you could see the fires, the actual fire starting to approach you right right? because um the worst day for me was december 31st um i slept i didn't even wait for new year's anymore because i didn't have the energy to do that um 
out of my window I could see the the fires um, from across the street and I was just praying and hoping that over our sleep it won't reach us okay. it didn't so thank God wow. <laughs> and um, because this is you've been living here for less than six months by, by yeah. now did you hear about the bushfires before you arrived to Australia? Yeah, so yeah. Uh, in December, I actually decided not to go there because uh, because I, I heard of the bushfires in New South Wales, but I asked my friends over there, is is it safe to go there? So they said, yeah. And I said, okay, then I'll go. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's hard to kind of visualize what that actually means until you actually yeah, look and, at it, I guess. And fires are very unpredictable. I saw a fire like spread from one part to another and it's so quick. And so like um, um, you can't really tell how far it will go. That's why it's uh, they did, my friends didn't know that it wasn't safe to, <laughs> for me to go there at, at that point. So. Mm. How about you guys? Have you guys experienced anything like that before? I mean, this sounds like a very unique kind of experience to yeah, go through. No bushfires for me. No? Yeah, thankfully not. But I've had um, people at my workplace monitoring the fires as well because they live in the hills. Yeah. And yeah, it was really, even though we're like in the city, um, you can still feel like the anxiety and things like that because the Adelaide Hills is still quite close. And so they, yeah, their houses are still... Um, at risk so yeah it was really I could feel their anxiety even at work like they would be checking up on like mm. the fire alerts and things like that so I could definitely feel it even though I'm like living in the city if that makes sense yeah the, the tension and the anxiety must you it must have been really high for your workmates and and for your family friends are uh, your friends right Do yeah you know, like they would have been really nervous yeah, um, even for me, um, I was just there for uh, as a visitor for for the past for the past two weeks. But when I came back to Adelaide, I still had all of this like um, I was still shaken. I still I was still anxious. Mm. Yeah, I didn't and I didn't know I had that until I got here. I was already safe, but I don't know. I was just scared, still scared. Well, it's not something you would have expected to experience when you came to Australia. I would have imagined. Yeah, it's not. this is my first Christmas outside of the Philippines, away from wow. my family. Yeah, and it's something for the books. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's a lot of firsts for you going through that. Um, yeah. And what was the township like? Were they prepared for the bushfire? Did they have an action plan, or it was a bit mixed bag? Well, um, when I went there, they were already monitoring fires. Um, but I think it came as a shock also to everyone uh, when the first um, big fires came. Mm. Um, but I think. Um, it was it was it was um, the 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 way that they organized themselves uh, and the aftermath of the big fires were actually very commendable. We had uh, updates um, every twice a day from the town center, so because the we didn't have signal, mm -hmm. so we didn't have a way to really monitor what's happening, which roads were open, where where petrol is available. So mm -hmm. you could go to the evacuation center and listen to the 10 a.m. and the 6 p.m. Um, updates. I attended twice because we had to know what's happening, yeah. and they were pretty organized. There was uh, there were teams um, and tables and ambulance ready, but tensions were high in those places as you would expect because everyone was um, really just anxious. Yeah. Mm. Did you see um, much of the volunteers that are part of the rural fire service doing their work? Yeah. 
That's、mm. really good to hear. Yeah, and、um, I, at this point, I, I would also just like to commend the Filipino family I stayed with, Tita Jackie and、um, Tito Anthony, because even through all of that, you know, they found time to help. In the evacuation center, they cooked trays of adobo,、oh, <laughs> wow. which we delivered. And then I think we just put it there and said, This is for the people who were in the evacuation center because we didn't have to, thankfully.、Mm. Uh, and then I think two days later, someone from the evacuation center said,、um, The other day we had this like、um, good dish about with soy sauce. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so they're really、yeah. good cultural ambassadors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. Is there many Filipinos in Bateman's Bay? Not much actually.、Okay. It was a predominantly white、um, yeah. place,、uh, which is very different from, from what I see here in Adelaide. In,、yeah. Here we're very mixed, but, then, but there I was saying, ooh, now I feel like I'm in a, a really different country <laughs> or something. <laughs> so that could have been their first exposure to, to chicken adobo potentially in that、yeah. town. We don't have, a, a, there's one Filipino restaurant. Though just, just a tiny one, but、uh, there are more Thai restaurants、oh, okay. around for some reason. Yeah. Oh, well, that's good. Good show of community spirit then. Yeah. And what was it like、uh, when you came back and you spoke to your family? What, how, how would you explain it to someone that hasn't gone through a bushfire? And, you know, it's, it's very hard to explain, I would imagine. Oh, I had a solution for that. So I wrote, <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a very long、um, Facebook post、um, about what happened from the very beginning up to the time I came back here、mm. with pictures and videos and all. So. Um, and, and of course, my family was very,、um, they were praying so hard for me back in the Philippines, also because they can't contact me. Yeah. Right?、Um, oh, wow, yeah. We didn't have、uh, data, and sometimes when I have signal,、um, it's not enough for me to connect to the internet. So, what I did, I have a friend here in、um, Adelaide, his name is Anthony.、Mm. Um, I text him, and he sends、uh, messages back to my, my family、mm. in the Philippines. Oh, good. So they, at least they knew you were safe.、Mm-mm. That's good because they would have been absolutely panicking. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think the way that the media reported it, there wasn't that much in the Philippines from what I gather. Did they report、uh, much about it when you were there, Andrew? Not really. The most I've heard from it was like from my friends. They'd be, oh, where's the fire? So they knew a fire existed. They knew that、um, a lot of things were dying because the fire hit like spots with high biodiversity,、mm, like、yeah. the biggest ones, like the Adelaide Hills one and the Kangaroo Island one. Yeah. Specifically,、mm-hmm. um, it's like record breaking, I think.、Um, uh, the other stuff that I heard about the fires, this one bit about how the government didn't accept the international aid or some, something like that.、Oh, okay. So、uh, apparently, like, that kind of news also came up.、Um, aside from that, it's just、uh, like big people saying, oh, we'll donate to the fire and all that. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that comes part and parcel after、yeah. the, any kind of、uh, disaster that people kind of, for better or for worse, they're, they're well meaning, but they start big noting themselves,、yeah. saying that I'll donate next and next.、Yeah. So that's just part of it. So, what kind of, that, that was quite an experience, Peter. What, what did you learn from that after all that, do you think? Are you still going through it, you think? Or? What did I learn from yeah, that? Yeah, because that would have been quite the experience. Well, I,、um, what I took away from that really was just um, um, seeing a Filipino family in a different country. So they've been here for a while, I think five years already. But、um, it helped, I think, that I was with a Filipino family and I saw how they took care of one another during that time.、Mm. And me, <laughs>、yeah. because I was with them. And,、uh, and the kindness of their hearts just to even. 
uh, even if they're also going through the same thing, yeah. um, they found it in their hearts to extend help where, where they can. They didn't even like think about think much about it. So, um, yeah, I think that that was like a shining star in my. I, I was uh, very happy to see that to witness us uh, um, such kindness in that time. Yeah, yeah. Mm. it sounds like even though it's a high stressful environment, they still thought about others, mm. the community, and and their guests yeah. as well. That's quite impressive. I think um, no one would be blamed if they just thought about, like, let's just think about ourselves for mm, now. Mm. So it's really good of them. Mm, they even yeah. cooked for other people. Yeah, mm. adobo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. Well, um, yeah, that, that Facebook post that you've got shows a lot of really eerie photos, like really red skies. And um, I think uh, there was a photo of them hosing the house down and getting the fences up, right? Yeah, that was on the 31st because mm -hmm. someone... We saw the neighbor doing that, um, um, using the hose to make their roof moist. I'm not sure how effective that was, but we, yeah. we mm -hmm. just did it. Yeah. So somehow it maybe could help or something. Well, better than nothing, yeah. I guess. Well, quite an eventful Christmas break for you then. Yeah. Kung nais po ninyong magpadala ng balikbayang boxes o pera sa Pilipinas, Subukan ang JNR LBC Mabuhay, ang hari ng padala. Mabilis, maaasahan at mapagkakatiwalaan. Meron silang limang shipment bawat taon. Huwag kalilimutan ang mga minamahal natin sa Pilipinas. Tawagan lang po ang ating kababayan na si Vicky Lapus sa telepono 8258-7219 o sa mobile 0413 o bisitain sila sa 73 Kings Road, Salisbury Downs. Tandaan, JNR LBC Mabuhay, ang hari ng padala. Gusto kita isayaw ng mapakal Gusto kitang isayaw ng mapakal Hawak kamay, pikit mata Sumasapay sa musika Tuk ng kanta, ating katawan 
Handa-handa matitikit ating mga pala Matagal ko nang gustong mangyari to Gusto kita nisayaw ng mapagal Gusto kita nisayaw Pangalawang awitin na inyong narinig, pinamagatang mabagal, ay isang komposisyon ni Dan Martel, Simon Tanyedo, at inawit nila Daniel Padilla at Moira de la Torre. Tulad ng title ng kanta, ang ating bulkang taal ay kasalukuyang bumagal ang pag-aalboroto. Subalit, huwag nating pagbawalang bahala sapagkat ang bulkang taal, kahit na isa sa pinakamaliit na bulkan, ay tinaguri ang small but Terrible. Dahil sa structure ng bulkan na isang volcano within a lake within an island within a lake within an island, hindi may pagwawalang bahala basta-basta ang kasalukuyang mistulang unti-unting pananahimik nito. Ang pagsabog ng bulkang taal noong taong 1911 ay nakapagtala ng mahigit 1,300 kataong namatay at daan-daang kabahayan ang nasira pati na ang mga alagang hayop. Pagkaraan nito noong taong 1965 naman hanggang 1977, naging aktibong muli ang bulkan, maraming namatay at malaki ang nasalanta. At noong January 12 nitong taong ito, bumungad sa bagong taon ang panibago nitong pagsabog. Ang mga mamamayang nakatira sa paligid ng bulkan ay inatasang lumikas sa mas malayo at mas ligtas na lugar. Ating isama sa ating panalangin ang kaligtasan ng ating mga apektadong kababayan sa Batangas at mga karatig na lugar.
Katapusan ng ating programa ngayong araw na ito. Huwag kalilimutang makinig tuwing Webes sa Halo-Halo Espesyal mula alas 12.30 hanggang alauna-imedya ng hapon. Tuwing Biyernes ang Barkada Radio mula alas 9 hanggang alas 9.30 ng gabi. At tuwing Linggo ang Radio Pilipino Linggo mula alas 8.30 hanggang alas 9 ng umaga. Ito ang inyong lingkod, Celia Guillermo, pansamantalang namamaalam. Hanggang sa muli, magandang umaga at mabuhay! Umaga.